something extraordinary has happened to Judy Sizemore's closet, making it feel more like a closet. 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 An area that once caused claustrophobia now has enough space, space. space. to hold all of Judy's striped boat neck sweaters. And Judy Sizemore has a lot of striped right, right. boat neck sweaters. sweaters. The Container Store Alpha Sale is here with 30% off Alpha and installation. The Container Store, where space comes from. Our guest in this hour is Robert S. McCaw, Government Affairs Department Manager for the Council on, Ameri- on Islamic, American Islamic Relations Care. Uh, Mr. McCaw, thank you for holding and welcome back. Before the break, I was talking about this anti-Muslim proposal by three individuals, Rand Paul, Wesley Clark, and Franklin Graham. Uh, first of all, tell people listening what these proposals that have been made by these three uh, are, are, what they are proposing, what they suggest. Sure. Well, thank you for having me. Just getting right into it, after the horrific shootings in Chattanooga, we had three American thought leaders offer anti-Muslim proposals that would either affect the rights of Muslims in America or Muslims overseas wanting to travel to America. I think the most controversial proposal was made by General Wesley Clark, that's a former NATO commander, recommending that anyone who is self-radicalized, which is a very vague term and coded language for American Muslims that are radicalized should be separated from their community, segregated, and put into camps. Now, he said, like, how Germans were placed in the camps in America, but as we really know, it wasn't the Germans that were placed in camps. It was Japanese Americans. And, you know, that was a horrific period in American history where 10,000 innocent Japanese men, American men, women, and children were interned in camps, and hundred thousands more were uh, relocated from their homes. Uh, this this whole policy of being self radicalized uh, it, it's very vague terminology, and really it, it has the government monitoring the the language, the thoughts, and the beliefs of uh, Muslims that are practicing in America. And it's the responsibility of law enforcement to prevent crimes, not thoughts. So with that, that, it was a very troubling policy, but uh, it's just really part of the normalization of anti-Muslim rhetoric that we see happening in American media and especially in lead-up to presidential campaigns. Uh, and speaking of presidential campaigns, you have candidate Senator Rand Paul from Kentucky proposing that in addition to putting additional scrutiny on all immigrants coming from Muslim countries, that he wanted to reestablish the failed NSEERS program, that's the National Security Entry Exit uh, Registration System Program, a program that was actually canceled by DHS uh, in 2011 because it did not add anything uh, to enhance America's national security, and it was just, it it was a burden on the uh, national security system. Uh, And then, most troubling, you had uh, uh, Reverend Graham, uh, son of the more uh, well, you had you had a uh, Reverend Franklin Graham uh, propose that we should outright ban all Muslim immigrants traveling to America, and you know that just really reminds me of the Chinese Exclusion Act. And uh, again, it, it's it's anti-Muslim, it's anti-immigrant, and you know these proposals were reckless coming after a national tragedy, and they were being made before we even knew what was happening on the ground. And another thing, I was very surprised, not only is Wesley Clark a a former Democratic Party presidential nominee, uh, he's somebody who supported John Kerry, Hillary Clinton, Barack Obama. 
He's a uh, Rhodes Scholar and a graduate of Oxford University. In other words, he's an intelligent man, and he's on the left yeah. side of the aisle. So I was very surprised when I saw his name. I was not surprised by Franklin Graham, who I think his father would be very ashamed of him because I don't think Billy Graham would have made such uh, a remark. I found Billy Graham to be um, more of the Christian uh, that I read about in the Bible. And Rand Paul, I didn't realize civil libertarians were about internment camps. I don't find that in our Constitution. You know, you Senator talk about Paul, you talk about all these things, Mr. McCaw, but this this is very un-American, is it not? It, it would be very un-American. Just to clarify, Senator Paul never endorsed the internment camp proposal, but he was one of several people that came out right after the uh, horrific Chattanooga shooting and was offering just anti-Muslim proposals. And this isn't the first time he's uh, advocated for additional screening, especially for Muslims. So, so that you know, we understand, and, and you mentioned a, a radicalized, you know, Muslim, and I agree with you. That, that term is very, very vague. I mean, for example, I'm sure people don't expect Robert McCaw to be talking on behalf of CARE, right? And I'm saying this because you know somebody could be perceived based on what they look at online or their name. And, I mean, are we going back to the times, God forbid, where we put, you know, they put yellow stars in the lapels of Jews and they, they stamp people's religion and in their passports and have different passport book colors and, the, 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 and, you know, the list goes on? I think the proposal of internment camps is something that the Muslim community has always feared following the events of 9-11. We were just surprised for a public official and someone as progressively minded as General Clark to make that statement. Thankfully, it was roundly condemned by the Asian caucus in Congress and also by the Japanese-American Civic League, which, uh, you know, predates the, the internment camp of Japanese and also uh, keeps the memory alive of those horrific events. Uh, let's take some calls. 888-6-LESLIE, 888-653-7543 is the number. Let's start it off with Jeffrey in Texas, online one. Um, uh, Jeffrey, what do, you, what do you think about this uh, anti-Islamic sentiment that is spread after the most recent tragedy, as an example, Chattanooga? Good afternoon, Leslie. Thanks for taking my call. Um, well, you know, it's, I'm not surprised, actually. I mean, there, there are a couple of points I want to make about this. Number one... Um, whenever you see an, an instance of uh, an individual Muslim or maybe a group of Muslims, you know, committing terrorism and then generalizing to the entire Muslim population, of which there are I don't know how many billion Muslims in the world, to me that's an example of flawed reasoning, absolutely flawed reasoning. It's based on anecdotal evidence. It's not drawn from any kind of representative sample. This is why, as a professor, I would love to have, if I could tell people, mandate one college course that everybody ought to take in a university, it would be statistics, so that they learn how to reason and drawing. You, you see it when people are in, in, in checkout lines making cracks about people on welfare. They'll see somebody paying for, uh, you know, with food stamps and something they don't think they ought to have, and then generalize about everybody on welfare. So it's not just the Muslim thing. It's the whole idea of the lack of, of, of reasoning on the part of the, of the general American population. Um, Mr. McConnell? Then- well, I, I think the caller raised a very important point about statistics. And when you look at statistics, since the tragic events of 9-11, the number of, you know, 
murders and acts of violence that have been committed, the, the greatest number has been committed by white, right-wing, racist, and extremist, uh, anti-government separatists, not coming from the Muslim community. So we need to make sure that you know the focus of our law enforcement agencies are uh, equally dispersed according to threat and not just by hype. Mr. McCaw, um, uh, Jeff, anything else? Uh, yeah, just real quickly. Uh, there's, there's also this issue of hypocrisy. Some of these very same people that are that are crying about, you know, being anti-Muslim. These are these, some of these people. I can I can probably pretty much bet are are gun advocates. And these are the very same people that, when somebody commits gun violence, they are the first people to come up there and say, "Well, you can't generalize about all gun owners by the by the acts of a few." And they're right about that, but then they don't use that same kind of reasoning when it comes to anti-Muslim sentiment, which to me is is uh, just just wrong, just wrong. All right, thank you, uh, Jeff. Anything else uh, based on the latest uh, comment from uh, Jeff, Mr. McCaw? Do we want to move forward? I, I just think he's right to point out that there's a selective bias in our national security. When people say that there is no Islamophobia, what is your response to that? I think uh, it's misconstrued because Islamophobia isn't just a fear about the religion of Islam. Uh, people can rationally critique it, and I could disagree with them. But when they use the term of Islamophobia, we mean anti-Muslim sentiment. When someone says there's no such thing as Islamophobia because Islam isn't a race, uh, by uh, statistics, uh, the, the Muslim population in America is one of the most diverse religions in America, uh, as opposed to you know other mainstream denominations of Protestantism, which is mostly white. And so it's very easy in a, a white-majority country to look at Muslims when it being the, the most diverse religion in America through a lens of racial bias. Uh, there is a, a, a Twitter, a tweet uh, from Steve who says, who gives a rip about this? Why don't we see if we can get American Muslims to out the jihadis in their midst? But haven't they? My understanding when you look at the facts, and Mr. McCaw, please uh, back me up on this, CARE, many other organizations have worked with federal law enforcement pointing fingers at those in, in, in mosques or in their community that they fear are going down the wrong path or have been speaking about things they fear are not uh, they feel are not appropriate. And, and that has led here and in the U.K. Uh, to thwarting uh, terrorist um, attacks uh, here and in the U.K. and elsewhere, correct? Well, CARE has reported acts of uh, ter- like has re- made reports to the FBI that have prevented acts of terrorism, and that is correct. We're not in the business of policing ideology, but preventing real acts of violent crime. Uh, when it comes to initiatives like countering violent extremism, we're for community-led initiatives that can thwart uh, bad ideologies from seeping into our communities. But we're not initially for the government getting uh, a, a program which just essentially allows intelligence-gathering operations in the community, while at the same time they get to go through the back door with community informants to radicalize plots. We believe any good CVE program is going to be community-driven, and really the the people that are most at risk are not going to trust a a government-led and funded program. They're going to trust their community leaders and, uh, you know, work for community-based solutions. You know, I would would imagine, uh, Mr. McCaw, very quickly uh, so that, that people understand um, 
What does the Muslim community feel like, and, and what do they say to you at CARE and other organizations or you know Muslims in that community when they hear proposals such as these? I think when they hear proposals like these, it's just a realization that there is a strong and growing anti-Muslim sentiment and rhetoric in this nation, but there's also hope that in each time a statement like this is made, People like yourself host programs to denounce this type of rhetoric, this type of false logic. You have congressional caucuses coming out. You have civil society organizations joining us and saying that these are bad and reckless proposals. So it's not all bad, but, you know, we realize that in the current state of America, uh, there, there's, there's a fringe Islamophobic movement that, you know, we have to keep our eyes on. We have to make sure that it doesn't become mainstream. Thank you, uh, Mr. McCaw, for joining us. We'll definitely have you on the program again. Robert McCaw, Government Affairs Department Manager for the Council on Islamic Relations, American Islamic Relations, CARE. Uh, by the way, check out their website, CARE, C-A-I-R.com. Go to Twitter and follow Robert there, at Robert S. McCaw, M-C-C-A-W. Quick break, Talk Radio News Service joining us live from our nation's capital. I think Bob Nay uh, will be coming up. And by the way, when people say Muslims don't come out, CARE and almost every other American Muslim organization came out and condemned the killing of the Marines in Tennessee and offered their condolences. And then uh, you have uh, the frightening proposals to intern Muslim citizens. We should never, never have internment or concentration camps in our nation for any of our citizens and, quite frankly, for anyone. We should have learned our mistakes from our history with Manzanar. We should learn our mistakes and our history from our current ally, Germany, formerly an enemy under the rule of Adolf Hitler. How to show up with Coca-Cola energy. You're tired and you're thinking of canceling on your friends. Don't do it! Every time you cancel on a friend, a unicorn loses its horn and becomes a regular horse. Do you really want that on your conscience? Instead, grab an ice-cold can of Coca-Cola energy with delicious Coke taste and reinvigorating energy. Keep the unicorns alive! Show up every day with Coca-Cola energy. Energy you want, taste you love. How to show up with Coca-Cola energy. You're tired and you're thinking of canceling on your friends. Don't do it! Every time you cancel on a friend, a unicorn loses its horn and becomes a regular horse. Do you really want that on your conscience? Instead, grab an ice-cold can of Coca-Cola energy with delicious Coke taste and reinvigorating energy. Keep the unicorns alive! Show up every day with Coca-Cola energy. Energy you want, taste you love.